y'all welcome back to another episode of open book with cc season two and this week i got my guy tony coda in the building and uh, just tell people about yourself what you do just... tony coda born and raised in the ie fontana to be exact but i grew up all over the inland empire mm-hmm. san Bernardino, rialto bloomington okay. riverside you know, and a real IE baby. <laughs> that's what I came with just saying. Like, he a real IE rapper. I was yeah. like, okay. So, that's yep. so dope. Yep. So, I'm, I'm from the IE. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing music for two years. Okay. Uh, music for me was, was kind of a, a late, um, something that came into my life late. You know okay. what I'm saying? Most people have been doing music or at least like rapping, you know, with the homies and stuff since high school. For me, it, yeah. was, it was far after all that. I had to go through many experiences. Oh, shoot. Sure. Okay, so, so that was going to be later on. But what got you started with that? Like With music? Yeah, because you started so late. Because usually people are like, oh, I've been doing it all my life since I was younger. Yeah. So for me, I always, I like to tell people, I like to do this comparison. Like, imagine... You, you know somebody like a friend or a cousin of yours and, and they love football mm-hmm. and they know everything about football. Mm-hmm. And they know all the plays, the players, mm-hmm. everything about it, but they never got on the field. Mm-hmm. That's me with hip hop. Like, okay. I grew up infatuated with music, infatuated with hip hop, words and lyricism and storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it was something, it was my escape. You know what I'm saying? It was something that I did all the time. I always had my headphones in. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I never found music within myself until mm-hmm. I was about 27, 28 years old. Oh, shoot. And that was um, three years ago when my son was born. Oh, okay. And it was like, you know, a lot of people have stories like that. My, my child was born and then mm-hmm. I, I did this, you know. But for me, like, I went through a lot of changes at the mm-hmm. same time my son was born. I became sober. I quit everything. Like, yeah. for two years, I wasn't drinking, smoking, nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it just came to me. Like, mm-hmm. I was at work. And I'm, I'm literally at work, like I'm stocking shelves and all these rhymes are just in my head and all these lyrics and and, okay. and, and even visions, yeah. visions of me you know, <laughs> doing it and making it. And the visions were always there, even when I was a kid. Like yeah. when I was a kid, I always felt like I was going to be somebody. Okay. I never knew what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I never knew what it was going to be. And like I said, my son was born, I became sober, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden the lyrics, the 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 uh, the desire to write was uh-huh. just in my head all okay. the time. And I never, I would, you know, I freestyled with a few homies, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but I wasn't the type to like put it out there or okay. do it in front of people. Like I was mm-hmm. shy, you know what I'm saying? I was quiet, I was shy. Mm-hmm. And once I picked up a pen and I actually wrote something down, mm-hmm. I was like, this is it. Okay, yeah. so are you like a battle rapper too? I've never done a battle. Okay. I've never done a battle, but if you if you listen to some of my lyrics, mm-hmm. you know I kind of have that battle rap approach sometimes. Yeah, you do. That's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. So I've never done a battle, but mm-hmm. I think I got one coming up. Okay. Yeah. You know, let me interview that one. Or be there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So okay. So aside from your son, um, who was it that got you started? Like wanting to be like, okay, I'm gonna be a rapper. Like, so like, I got you infatuated, like you said. Um, as far as like influence or like a yeah. p- real person in my life? Well, either one. Either one, yeah. okay. Um, influence, uh, Eminem, big time. Okay. Like, I, you know, Eminem was like that typical like white boy that was like, you know, near the hood. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, but he was quiet and kept mm-hmm. to himself. Like, that was really me. Like, okay. I, I, I really grew up on, on both sides of the fence. Like, okay. I was born into a family of drug addiction, drug dealing, mm-hmm. gang banging, you know, in and out of prison. But as soon as I was born, my mother did everything she could to take me out of that. 
Oh, okay. But of course, you know, I still have family and friends, so mm-hmm. so I was always back and forth. I yeah. was always on this side of the fence, on that side of the fence. So mm-hmm. I, I really grew up kind of with two pairs of eyes. You know, mm-hmm. I got to see two different lifestyles and whatnot. And um, so Eminem was was a big one for me because I was that kid. I was that quiet yeah. kid, kept to myself. You know, I didn't really start making friends until like sophomore, junior year of high school. Prior Sounds to like that, Eminem. yeah, no, for real. Prior to that, I I got picked on, I got bullied, I got jumped on the way home from school and shit. That's, oh, you so know? you really was living yeah. his life too? Eminem is my husband, y'all. I just want y'all to know that. So you know, I know his story. <laughs> yeah, you do. I yeah, can tell. I do. So so Eminem is a big one, and then just West Coast rap in general. Mm-hmm. Game Snoop Dre. Okay. Um, and but as far as like. You know, those are influences that came from the music, from mm-hmm. the headphones, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I, I got I got a homie of mine who, who really opened my eyes, he helped open my eyes, and it's a trip because it happened like one mile from here at an apartment complex uh-huh. right over there. I was living up here, this was like, this was like five years ago. Uh-huh. And, um, and this was like one of the homies that I would freestyle with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it, and it was actually, I remember the night, there's a bunch of dudes and we're, and we're all sipping, smoking, and I'm the only white boy in the room. And so they throw on an instrumental and everyone starts freestyling. And when it mm-hmm. comes, you know, my turn, nobody in this room had ever heard me or seen me freestyle before. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yo, just try it. Like mm-hmm. already assuming that, you know, I probably don't <laughs> right. rap. And um, at the time I didn't consider myself a rapper at all. I mm-hmm. wasn't, but I just hopped in there and, and uh, you know, I, I spilled a little something. And my homeboy Sosa, he stopped me and he said, he said, bro, you could rap. I said, I said, you think so? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have the confidence. I didn't yeah. have the vision. I lacked it. I just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he said, no, nah, you could rap. He's like, he's like, if you take it serious and you mm-hmm. practice it, and you and you put your heart into it, he's like, you could do that. Mm-hmm. And from that Boom, day forward, right. from that day forward, I was curious. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, okay, because my homeboy Sosa was making music and he mm-hmm. was dope. You know, and he still is dope. Yeah. So when he said that to me, like I'm hearing that from not only a homie but someone who also I think is a dope lyricist. I'm yeah. like, okay, let me let me see what this is about. Okay. Yeah. Swag. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, aside from what you already said about hip hop, what does that mean to you? Hip hop. Yeah. That's a damn good question because, <laughs> because people got it all messed up right now. Yeah. Hip hop. Hip hop right now is is just. It's all the same. It's yeah, it's oversaturated. It you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like these these youngsters, they see, you know, the YouTube videos that are popping, and 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 they they look at the music and the videos and and the lifestyle mm-hmm. and they just follow it. Yeah. To a T. Mm-hmm. I mean, lyric for lyric, <laughs> video for video. Yes. You, know, you get some twerking. Yeah. And, and some guns and some weed in your video and you're you good. You right. Good, you know what a mean? good and, beat. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, hip hop is real hip-hop okay. is expression hip-hop is words hip-hop is poetry okay. it's uh but for the most part like i think for somebody to pick up hip-hop you should never go backwards with your lifestyle and the things mm. you're doing you should only progress you should only elevate you should only better yourself yeah that's what i see hip-hop as you know people like nipsey people like Pac, people who who lived a certain lifestyle found music and then expressed themselves and elevated like mm-hmm. that's hip hop okay i like that one um so again with you being the white boy in the black culture mm-hmm. do you ever feel yourself in like complicated situations because others would probably view you as appropriating black culture i mean for me and mm-hmm. and the people i've worked with mm-hmm. in my circle i haven't approached that Okay. Everyone that I work with, everyone that that I mess around with, and I and I make music with, 
um, I think it's fair to say that we don't see color. Okay. But I absolutely acknowledge that that's a thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, I mean, you look <laughs> at like Charlemagne the guy. Oh, not Charlemagne. Um, but you look at. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to think of it now. But mm-hmm. you know, once you get up there in hip hop, there's mm-hmm. politics. Like Eminem is still going through this. Oh yeah. You know, he's still oh, yeah. going through this. And um, as for me, I mean. Mm-hmm. Who was my favorite rappers growing up? There was one white guy, and the rest yeah. were black. So, like, <laughs> right. you know, I, I, I'm all for it. Like, I'm not here to to take anybody's culture. I want to be Tony Cota. You okay. know what I'm saying? And and if hip hop is is black culture, mm. I can accept that. That's okay. you know what I mean. But but I want to tell you my story. I wanna, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So that's where I sit with. That. I mean, hip hop is big enough for everybody. So exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I'm okay with that. But you know, like artists like Post Malone, G Easy, Eminem. You know, they always get that flag. Eminem more so now than before because no yeah. one was thinking about that shit nah. until it got real political. And so yeah. now it's like, well, he's a white boy trying to be black and whatever. Yeah. So um. Okay. Well, you already gave us your little background. So we'll, how would you describe your style? My style. Yeah. You know, I actually had somebody tell me once, they said, they said, bro, I sat down and I listened to your music and I tried to like pinpoint your style or categorize you. Mm. And he's like, I couldn't. And, and I, I appreciate that. And that's mm. what I'm going for. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be like anybody else. Okay. Like, and I've been that way since I was a kid. Mm. When I see everybody doing this, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like, you know I don't want to <laughs> do that. That's me. That's just how I am. Like, mm-hmm. when everybody's on this this trend, mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with it. Yeah, Catch same. me over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, when it comes to my music, my style, I want to be versatile. I want to okay. be very versatile. Like, right now, I've already been on trap beats. I've been on boom bap. Um, mm. I've talked about love and lust. I've talked about real topics. I've done some street shit. Okay. I want to get into reggae one day. Okay. I want to do um, more uh, like softer beats where I could just express more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So my style, I mean, I got, you know, West Coast in there for sure. Mm-hmm. I got the, the, the Slim Shady in there for mm-hmm. sure. But it's just Tony Coda. I want to be versatile. Okay. You know? okay. The Tony Coda style. Yeah. Watching. That's going to be a style. Everyone's like, you're just like Tony Coda. Watch. One day. <laughs> All right. So um, you were also talking about being sober. Um, let's talk about that. So how long have you been sober? And it's also from alcoholism, you guys. So yeah. let's talk about that a little bit. So like I said, when my son was born, well, even before that, like mm-hmm. I started drinking at about 14. Oh, and it shit. Was, for me, it was like. My dad handed me a shot. Like, here, here you go, boy. Like, it's time, yeah. time you become a man. My grandpa did that to you me. You feel me? Like, yeah, and, and that's just where my family was at that time. My, my family was a big party family. Like, that mm. was that was how we spent our time together. That was how yeah. we bonded and, and connected was okay. was partying and drinking. So mm. I started drinking really young. And, and, of course, it wasn't just my family influence. I drank with my homies and shit, too. Yeah. Uh, but I started drinking really young and... And for me, you know, I told you I, I grew up a quiet kid. Mm-hmm. So when I drank, I found that liquid courage. Oh, okay. You know, and, mm-hmm. and it allowed me to open up and it allowed me to, because I was always moving. I've been, yeah. I've, I've even lived in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Where is that? I don't know what that um, is. <laughs> that's uh, Southwest, like right when you uh, get out of, right when you drive through Arizona and then you mm-hmm. end up in New Mexico. So growing up as a kid, I lived there in the summer. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 15, I actually permanently moved there for about a year and a half. So. 
I'm always moving. Yeah. I had to make new friends. Mm. As a youngster, I didn't want to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but once I got older and I started partying and drinking, that yeah. was, like, my way in. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And it allowed me to open up and talk to girls and, and mm-hmm. this and that. So what I thought was that, like, I found myself in alcohol. Oh, you know? okay. But really, that's backwards. That's not where you want to find True. yourself. You know? <laughs> so my son was born um, when I was 28. And, and I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this. You know, I'm going to end the cycle. Okay. I'm going to find myself. And that's what I did, man. I, I quit drinking and I really found myself. I went through mm-hmm. a spiritual, you know, time where I was just just finding myself mm-hmm. and connecting with, with my deeper purpose. That was three years ago. Okay. I can't say that I've been completely sober for uh, three years. I, I quit three years ago uh-huh. and in those three years, my first run, like my first sobriety run mm-hmm. was a year and a half. I didn't touch nothing. Okay. Nothing, <laughs> you know, and that was when I grew the most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had my struggles. I've had my slip ups in these three years. I, yeah. And I don't know, you know, maybe one day I'll be able to say like, yeah, I haven't touched liquor in 10, 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. or maybe this is my struggle, you know, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to struggle with. Yeah. And it's gonna, because, you know, I, I'll be sober for so long and then I'll have a slip up and then mm-hmm. I'll go through maybe a month or two of drinking and then I'll, you know, come to my senses and realize, so, you know, maybe sometimes we're meant to go on roller coasters yeah. for a reason, but uh, definitely, Alcohol is uh is is bad for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, one step at a time. Okay. Yeah. I ain't gonna say I'm a recovering alcoholic, but I went through a divorce and it was like, I was in Vegas, free drinks. Why not? Why not? I mean, the fuck. But yeah. nah, I'm real. I'm light with it now. But yeah, I feel where you're coming from. So where was I at? Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you deal with pressure? How do you deal with stress? And all that stuff because normally when i deal with stress i'm like i'm gonna take a drink relax and be good so right. how do you deal with it i smoke okay I, I, I smoke a lot of weed okay i smoke every day mm-hmm. i every now and then i need to take a break i'll take like a break for three days okay and, and three days might not seem like a long break but when you no, smoke every is. day <laughs> in those three days you might you might discover something right like, oh, you Boom. know what i'm saying yeah it's kind of just like a reset mm-hmm. so i smoke a lot of weed and I work out. I gotta work out. Okay. I, I like to run. I like to lift weights. I mm. like to work out. Stay healthy. Uh, obviously, you know, I have a family, so my right. son and my girl are very supportive. Mm. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes I'm still stressed. Sometimes yeah. I still feel anxiety, and the weed sometimes even adds to it. Sometimes, oh. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I gotta Never find, heard of that. I gotta find the right, sh- not stress. The yeah. weed, the weed don't stress me, but yeah. the anxiety part. Like if I'm smoking okay. a super sativa. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I might feel a little, a little anxiety, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I've, I found my balance. You know? Okay, I'm a new smoker, so I just started smoking this year. So. Oh yeah? Yeah, give me a second. Look. Probably a good year to pick it up. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I picked a perfect year to start. Yeah. So, um, so what have been your best outcomes with your sobriety? Uh, best outcomes with my sobriety. Mm-hmm my son mm-hmm. uh i pride myself in being an outstanding father okay yeah. congrats okay oh, dads yeah. don't get enough credit either so shout out to yeah, y'all for sure. Thank <laughs> you. yeah I, I grew up uh my mom and dad split when i was one mm-hmm. so my, my father was always in my life though mm-hmm. uh, but he lived in new mexico but i grew up from three to like 13 i had a stepfather in my life and he was mm-hmm. a he was a bad stepfather so mm-hmm. but now as an adult now as a as a father I know what that was for. Like, mm. I I can't fuck up with my son. Yeah, I, I won't. Like, I know what that looks like. I know yeah. what it feels like, and I I won't do it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, I pride myself in being a great father. Um, 
obviously finding my ability to write and make mm-hmm. music through sobriety has been great and and health too my health mm-hmm. um i was a i was a white boy drinker give me <laughs> anything and everything Ooh, when the tequila's the worst. yeah when, when, the, when the tequila's done give me the wine or whatever oh like, hell no you I, tripping <laughs> I, I've had some of the most horrific hangovers. I believe it. And blacking out. Oh, that's the worst. That's normal. That that was normal. Oh, all, all the time. Mm-mm. All the time. Oh, you was a drinker for yeah. real, for real. Yeah. Um. So, what about when your son wants to start drinking? Are you, like, are you gonna like? It's a yeah, for sure. That's yeah. a that's a that's a heavy topic. Like right mm-hmm. now, uh, my you know my son's three, and I can mm-hmm. say he's never seen me drink. He's never. Okay. He doesn't. I don't think he even really. He knows what mommy juice is. Yeah. You know because mom will sip some wine at night. Yeah. And, and he knows what mommy juice is, but he doesn't know what beer is. He okay. doesn't, he's never, like, I grew up in the party. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Like, like you know, the, sorry, but the typical Hispanic lifestyle is like yeah. the, the kids are in the kitchen or in the other room and, yep. and we're partying. Yeah. Like, that's how Same. it is. <laughs> and uh, I grew up like that. Mm-hmm. And people, I don't think people realize, like, they're watching you. Yeah, yeah. Even in another room, we're in the window. Like. Yes, they're always watching, man. Yeah. And so, especially being a father, I know that a, 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 a boy looks up to his father like, this dude's the coolest guy I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So my son's never seen me drink. Um, when he gets old enough for that, I'm just going to have to explain to him. I'm going to have to tell him my crazy stories and tell oh, him, yeah. you know, the things I've been through. And, and also tell him that you might not be cut for this cloth because I'm mm. not the only alcoholic in my family you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah that's true yeah, well he'll more. also learn as he gets older seeing yeah. your family and stuff yeah. so uh-huh. okay all right so I want to talk about your process of creating a song and your project that you have out now too okay so let's talk about how you create us the process of creating a song and an album the process um there's been few but rare times where I just write first mm-hmm. and then find a beat later okay for the most part I look for the beat mm-hmm. because I could I could start with nothing I could sit down with a pen and paper and not know what I'm gonna write mm-hmm. and if I get the right beat it's just there okay. it's, it's there I can hear it I know the direction I'm gonna take I know what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. so right now I've only been putting out singles okay and and a lot of features for the most part. Like okay. I'm really trying to do features right now. So right now I've only been putting out singles for it. So it's a little different with a single, mm-hmm. you know, you're just writing one, yeah. one topic. So that's what I'm doing. I hear the beat. I, I, I look for the inspiration in the beat. I like to smoke. Okay. Um, but see, that's where the balance comes in. Like <laughs> if I'm smoking all day mm-hmm. and I sit down to write, my mind is kind of cloudy. Yeah. But, if, but if I wait, until you know five o'clock and mm-hmm. then i smoke and i sit right down and write mm-hmm. that's the best okay you know what i mean oh, the creative juice creative is, coming, juice out. is yeah. coming out yeah <laughs> so i definitely like to smoke i like to sit down with my beat i like to be alone if i can but okay. that's that's hard right now um especially with your three-year-old, three-year-old. yeah, yeah. but I, hey I've, I've wrote some of my dopest stuff with yeah. like my son on my neck and yeah. i'm like you know <laughs> so i could do it okay but uh I, if if i can i like to be alone um, now, if I'm putting together an EP, which mm-hmm. I have one P, one EP out, mm-hmm. when I put the EP together, I really mapped it out. Like, mm-hmm. I, okay, what is the, the overall substance of this EP? Mm-hmm. How do I want to layer it? And the EP that I put out, King Coda EP, mm-hmm. that EP, especially now that I listen to it, that was for me. I wasn't, okay. It wasn't for anybody else but myself. <laughs> okay. If you listen to my lyrics, you listen to the things I'm saying, I'm mm-hmm. just letting it out. I'm just expressing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So... 
but yeah, that's the that's the uh, that's the way I do it. I need the the weed, I mm-hmm. need the beat, and I, and I need some space. Right. Okay. So you have features on the EP, right? I do. So how do you deal with, or how do you decide who's gonna be on what song? Um, a lot of times it'll come once the song is already halfway done, or I at least have the the hook or the concept okay. or, or something of that nature. Um, and then you know I'll, I'll just it'll just come to me I'll say you know what I think so and so would be dope on this I'm, mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna see if they like it okay yeah. um so then let's talk about your new project writer's block okay. um how did you come about that and of course the name seems kind of like self-explanatory but explain yeah. it anyway <laughs> okay yeah so writer's block I literally had writer's block okay <laughs> for like for like a good week man I don't mm-hmm. know what was what was wrong with me i was mm. i was struggling i was is that a long time like, i think so yeah. oh okay because I mean, normally i could pretty freely write at oh, okay. any time but for a week i'm just you know i'm doing everything to prepare i sit down and i start to write and I, it's just not there mm. and on this particular night that i wrote this song i was like you know what I'm overthinking it, man. Just mm. let it out. Just, yeah. just, just write it. Just because I, I, I critique everything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so I said, man, just write it. Just, mm. just have fun. Just bar out. Yeah. So that I just I and I strategically picked a slower beat, much slower from what I usually have been working with. Mm-hmm. And this slower beat really allowed me to get my bars out and get my punchline. And I just had fun with it. I just okay. I said some off the wall shit. I had fun with it. <laughs> Called up my homie Infinite and said, mm-hmm. "You gotta hop on this." He hopped on it in one night, and it was a wrap. Ooh. And we're shooting the video tomorrow. Okay, yeah. where? Um, okay, I'm okay, we ain't gonna say it. like <laughs> no. By the time though, it'll be it'll be out. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but we ain't gonna say. It. I got two locations. Uh, one's gonna be Fairmont Park in Riverside. Okay. And uh, another one's gonna be like some abandoned building, some spooky oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Everybody does that up here too at the hospital, the George Air Force Base. Oh yeah, everyone does their videos there, and I'm like, I, I can't. <laughs> um, so with your project that's coming up, the EP. What's your favorite song from the project? From the EP that I have out, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite song off of that EP is probably Ninety Nine Cents. Okay. Ninety Nine Cents featuring Osby Chill. Mm, I'm gonna have to listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that track right there. If you really listen to what I'm saying, mm-hmm. that that's Tony Coda right there. That, okay. That's who Tony Coda is. That's who, that's who that's what my music is for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an ex- I'm expressing myself. I'm ex- it's called Ninety Nine Cents. Lord mm-hmm. forgive me for one. <laughs> like I'm expressing yeah. you know some some stupid shit I did back in the day. I'm expressing okay. my struggles, but. I'm giving it to you raw, mm-hmm. raw hip hop, lyric for lyric, bar for bar. This is what it is. I'm not holding nothing back. Okay. But I tie it all together with a good message. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like that's who I want to be. So, um, speaking of you speaking your truth and explaining everything that went on in your life, do you ever fear things like things that happened to Kodak Black and um, Bobby Schmurder? Like, do you fear like you're telling your all will kind of get you in trouble in real life? Explain how that happened with them. Like Bobby Schmurder, like his uh, what is it? The only song he had out. What is uh, the the one with the, with the yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> whatever it is. That one got him in trouble because he was like really confessing the shit that really happened, like the crimes that were going on oh, okay. around the city. And then with Kodak Black, I guess he did the same thing where he was confessing shit. Okay, but it was more so like you know, of course it sounded hard, but then yeah. he was gonna get them in trouble, and it did. So that's a great is that like question. a big? Fear. Um, no, for me, for me, I don't worry about that because right now, I'm I'm living right. I'm okay. not I'm not doing no stupid <laughs> shit. Okay. Like, 
if I speak about some first and foremost, like I'm I'm like you said, I only speak the truth. Okay. And if I'm talking about a situation or some stupid shit I did, is it was probably a long time ago. Mm. And um, you know, I'm I'm living right. I'm not making mistakes right now. I'm okay. I'm staying out of trouble. I don't I don't wanna <laughs> don't get got time. Yeah, I don't got time for that. <laughs> so if I speak on things, it's it's things that I that I did far in the past mm-hmm. and you know, I just don't see myself ending up in court for, for yeah. anything. You know, like 99 cents is a good example. Listen, right. you, you'll see what I mean. I speak I on some things, but, mm-hmm. but no, nah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on a straight path. Right okay. Now, so yeah. Swag. All right. So we're going to move on to my question of the segment. Um, so would you rather, okay. don't make fun of me. Right. Okay. Cause I don't like to be like, I don't want it to be like deep, but I don't want it to be like too like weird either. So, okay. So would you rather live through life with a small penis and be in love forever mm-hmm. or a big penis and be single forever? Oh, man. <laughs> you can never get anybody. You can you want to shmang the world if you want to. But right, you but you ain't never going to fall in love. Right. Yeah, well, being that I am in a relationship and mm-hmm. I have a son, I'm going to go with the little dick option. Oh, okay, look. Because, because <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> So I was just having a conversation with the guys, and they were just like, I mean, well, what's the max? And I was like, four. And they were like, hard? And I was like, yeah. So. Yeah, you didn't tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what do you think is small? Still, though, because because mm -hmm. I've. I lived the single life. I've been out mm. there. I did my damn thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So and you're cool where you at now? Yeah, I'm cool where I'm at. At the end of the day, you mm. gotta you gotta go home and you gotta lay in bed. Yeah, and who's gonna be there? You know what I'm saying. True. And the single life is 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 fun. It's great. Don't mm. get me wrong, but it catches up to you. You know, after a yeah. while, loneliness starts to come around. You want to build with somebody. You mm. want to be able to trust somebody. Okay. So you know, she's she's gonna ride with me, little dick or not. <laughs> That is true. She yeah. love you. She gonna love you. Yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna go ahead and try to get personal. You got real personal anyway. Uh, so you say you're in a relationship, and how long you guys been together? Six years. Holy shit! Damn. <laughs> Six years. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So, what kind of influence does she have on your music? On my music. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, did she sit there say, and write with you? I was gonna like, say absolutely she... none. Okay. But, that's not entirely true. Uh-huh. I mean, my music is me. Like, and if, yeah. you, and if you look at my, even my Instagram page, it's me mm-hmm. and it's my music and it's my company. Oh, by the way, this is my company. Yeah, yeah I was few, gonna ask yeah, you about that. Okay. Few Kings, Few Kings LLC. We got clothing out. We got hats mm-hmm. out. This is my music distribution. This is okay. me. You know, so. Um, oh, sorry, Trevor. What were you about? Oh, <laughs> her influence on her music. influence. So you know, I, I express myself, I, I write what I want to write, mm-hmm. I, I really don't have much love songs out, I have a okay. song called Love or Lust, where I where mm-hmm. I do uh, speak on, on my girl, mm-hmm. in the second verse, in the first verse, I'm speaking on some other shit, mm-hmm. but um, I will say the influence she has on my music is, I'm in a relationship, I gotta watch what I say, I gotta <laughs> okay. watch what I do, okay. you know what I mean, like, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gonna portray that I'm out here just just slaying women if yeah. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, so that yeah. that would be the influence is, mm-hmm. is uh, to behave. Yeah. Okay. Right. Does she have any like? Does she listen to your music and be like, mm, maybe you should change this or you should do this differently or whatever? Um, no, nah, she doesn't ever say that. She might just throw me a dirty look. You oh. know, if I say something. <laughs> like I, I, I say some stuff. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Are you a rapper? Yeah, I'm a rapper. I yeah. say some nasty things. I say some explicit things. To. Absolutely. <laughs> but but I told her like this. I said, in my writing process, I'm mm-hmm. very, 
very particular about what I say and how I say it. Mm. So I told her, I said, baby, you don't know if I'm talking about you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I could True. say I could say all the nasty shit I want. Mm. I'm talking about you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Okay, yeah. let me tell you. Um, so, so who made the first move? With me and my girl? Mm -hmm. I did. Okay, so how'd that happen? She didn't want nothing to do with me. That's usually how it starts. <laughs> yeah. Um, we met here in Victorville uh -huh. um, at the gym in shape. Okay. She was working there, and uh, I was working graveyard. I got off work at 5 a.m. every day, mm -hmm. and I would come to the gym, and I would check in, and she was the girl that would check me in. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I don't know. I had a I had a different attraction to her. It wasn't the typical like, oh, I want to take this girl to bed. Attraction mm. it was something different. You know what I mean? Okay. It, was, it was deeper. So um, I didn't talk to her at all. <laughs> but I had a my that gym. Shy came in, yeah, you know? my my gym buddy who who I worked out with at the time, who's my brother-in-law now. Mm. I would uh, I you know, we're pulling up to the gym, and I'd be like, I bet my girl's working there today. And I would say <laughs> stuff like that. She speaking watch, in existence. Yeah, okay. for real. I'd be like, she's gonna be my girl. Watch, mm -hmm. and but I wouldn't even speak to her. Mm -hmm. And then one day, uh, I heard her talking about making plans to go to Vegas for her 21st birthday, mm -hmm. and I just said, okay, here's my shot. I said, I want to go. Just like, that's the first thing I, I said. I hate when guys you know what do that. I want to go. And, uh, and she was like, oh, she was like, well, I think my boyfriend's going to be going. So she had a boyfriend oh, at the time. Oh, shut down. Yeah, she had, a, she had a boyfriend at the time. But trip out on this. Mm. In the short period of time that I said that and that she went to Vegas for her birthday, she ended up leaving her boyfriend. And I did go to Vegas. Okay. Yeah, Play you feel it for you. Yeah, I made it happen. Made it happen. I made love it. it. Yeah. Okay. So, what were your requirements for a relationship? I don't like to like, because you're in relationships, so I don't want to say for a relationship, but for this relationship or when you did decide to choose the one, like, what were your requirements for sure? Well, we went through, so we've been together six years. Mm -hmm. When I, when we met, I wasn't rapping or mm -hmm. writing music at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, when I came to her and I said, hey, I'm going to rap, mm -hmm. it was like, scary for her like yeah scary in the sense like what are you gonna do are you gonna quit your job yeah are we gonna be able to pay our bills what are we mm. gonna do we just had a son yeah. you know um so i'm gonna keep it 100 she didn't support me i dipped oh, but no. i but i did that because i had to show her that you can do I, it i'm doing this mm. i'm doing this with or without anybody oh. not because i'm selfish and i want to be a rapper and i want yeah. the money because this is the only thing that makes sense to me it's the only thing mm. that i know i'm supposed to be doing okay so i told her i said i'm gonna do this by myself then so we separated of course i was still in my son's life we separated oh. for a year mm. and uh in that year we both grew separately mm. and when we got back together it was kind of like okay this is a new beginning like mm -hmm. i'm doing this this is what i'm doing yeah you i'm asking for your support you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so she supports me now um and that's kind of my requirements it's like you you got to support what i'm doing this is my purpose i have good intentions with it mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying this is what i want to do this is how i want to support you and my son yeah um so that was my requirement is like actually i'll tell you this my biggest requirement in any relationship mm -hmm for anybody advice wise is like you have to be you you and, okay and she has to be her okay you guys there's no such thing as this we become one like you could, <laughs> you could say that it yeah. sounds good you know we become one we, we share a life together but you have to let me be myself yes I, I, huge I, I can't put on a front i can't mm -hmm. fake 
you gotta let me be me. Yeah. And even if you don't understand everything. Yeah. Because you know, me and my girl are complete opposites. Our mm. our lifestyles prior to meeting were complete opposites. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is a huge deal, though. I ain't even gonna lie. But yeah. I know, like, a lot of people, they, you know, when they get together, it's like all of a sudden they become, like, twins a little bit, yeah. in a sense. And it's like... But yeah, that's my thing too. Yeah. All right. So, how do y'all keep it spicy in the bedroom, or is that too much for her? Because I feel like she don't want to talk about it. No, it's spicy in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Babysitter. First and foremost. First and foremost. Find a babysitter. First and foremost, you you got to get a babysitter, Mm -hmm. and any anybody with kids knows you can make it happen with the kid around. But when the kid is out of the house. It's, oh, it's, it's, all, it's all crack. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's all cracking. Exactly. So you gotta get a baby shower mm-hmm. and then can babysitter. You, babysitter, baby shower. <laughs> right. Speaking <laughs> to existence. Yeah. No. <laughs> Number two. Uh, you gotta get a babysitter mm-hmm. and communication. Okay. You, communication. You know, you gotta uh you gotta let each other know, you mm-hmm. know, what you're into, what what uh what's gonna excite you yeah. and, and how you guys could take it to the next level because mm-hmm. Six years with the same person in a bedroom is gonna get repetitive. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. do do whatever you gotta do. Bring in the lube. Bring in the, <laughs> the, the toys. Yeah, the whatever lips. you gotta do. Just communicate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are some of your kinks then? What do you like done to you? What I like done to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about who's gonna be watching this. I mean, look, um, we can make this go as big as it needs to I'm, go. I'm big on oral. Both, okay. Both, both ways. ways. It's, okay. It's, it's the funnest thing. It's, it is. It's, it's great. The, it's the funnest thing. That's Boom. my shit. Nice yeah. and simple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So usually we do take a shot with CC, but we're gonna go ahead and respect your sobriety here. Thank you. And we're gonna do puff. What did I say? Uh, high times with CC. High times. They, thank yeah. you. That's true. I forgot. I high attention. times with CC. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So he's bringing us the high times. High so, times with CC. Is yes. this the first one? Yes, yeah, this is the very first one. Yes. <laughs> People don't usually know this side of me, but I, you know, let's do something a little. You gonna different. start giggling and shit? I don't know how strong that is. So that's why I waited till the end because I was like, mm. that's what the, the homeboys just telling me like you're gonna be okay, and I was like. I don't know. <laughs> about to have the munchies and everything. <laughs> I wonder if people like if I smoke real good, I'll just kind of sit there and I'll just listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm actually, so. uh, yeah, I, I refrained from smoking so that I can enjoy this with you. So. I appreciate that. Yeah, I haven't smoked all day. <laughs> so, um, also, you get to ask me questions. So, it is, uh, you know, it could be up to three, less, it doesn't matter. But, okay. Yeah. Okay. I know two already off the top of my head. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> based off of, uh, you know, maybe the, the little bit of music that you've heard from me, mm-hmm. and based off of our interview today, uh-huh. where do you see Tony Cota in five years? Ooh, okay. So, hmm. First off, the video that you did with my girl, Yessie, I can't remember what it's called. You came a long way from that video. So, from what I heard then to the song you have out now, Big difference, huge difference. Five years? That's a long time to improve. You've seen my improvement in just two. Right. Uh, like I said, I can definitely see people like, I want to be like Tony Coda. Right. For sure. Um, so an influence. Mm-hmm. For sure. I dig that. 
not just uh, not just from your music, but just who you are as a person too. You come off <clears throat> really humble, um, really like I love the fact that you love being a dad and um, guessing boyfriend, soon to be husband. Um, that honestly, it's really weird, and I don't know why, but girls get attracted to that a lot faster. Ain't that backwards? So, it's so backwards as fuck. But if you're a good dad and a good boyfriend, it's like, damn, I want that too. So yeah. I'm gonna try you out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Look, and I'm gonna say something. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. There there's a huge misunderstanding mm-hmm. in hip hop. Yeah. And I think especially on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a West Coast rapper, it's assumed that you gotta be like a blood crip or an essay. Yeah. And, 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 and you gotta be about the party life. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be at the strip club. And you. I don't even like the strip club, homie. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm not gonna. I do. I'm not gonna. I, I just don't. It's not yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? I got homies that like it. I've been yeah. to many strip clubs, but it's just not me. But, anyways, all I'm trying to say is like, it's okay to be a father. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to have a, a good woman by your side. Yeah. Nipsey. I hate that Nipsey passed at the Man. time he passed because he was really starting to influence people yeah. on the right path. If you listen to his words, mm-hmm. he's talking about elevating. He's talking about uh, being faithful. He's talking yeah. you know, and, and there's there's a huge misunderstanding that that's soft and I'm not soft. Yeah. <laughs> Let him know. Like, no, but no, it is. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what it is about that. It's just like, damn you know and i think just because we just long for that it's like okay so basically what i'm saying influence a sex symbol because eminem was a huge sex symbol at one point too and he was talking about killing his baby mama so um and then also i think somebody that not only your son but kids can like listen to too because you got a few bops that will probably end up on tiktok yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and i and i have it doesn't happen all the time and i really don't even be doing it on purpose but some of my music doesn't have any foul language in it at all. Oh, shoot. So, that's good. And then, and then some of it is really bad. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just me, though. That's yeah, because uh, I tell people all the time, I'd be like, you got a clean version so I can play it around my kids? Like, right, yeah. You know, so. Okay, yeah. cool. So, uh, <laughs> an influence, a sex symbol, and somebody that, that the kids could look up to. Yeah. I'd say that's right on point. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, next question is where do you see Cece in five years? Oh, Lord. Okay, so the plan is to be in a bigger studio on a bigger platform, being able to influence people like my daughter, because I have two kids as well. So uh-huh. being able to influence um, kids like my daughter and stuff, um, just, you know, kind of like how Lala was for me when she was an MTV VJ. Yeah. I looked up her, I looked up to her so much, and I actually got to meet her once when I was like nine years old so oh. or ten years old. So that to me, like, that's what I want. And that's what I want CC to be. And I want this to grow to eventually like a breakfast club platform where not only local artists are like, or IE artists are like, oh, I want to be like, I'm so excited to be here, da, 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 but also bigger artists too, where it's like, I'm that first interview. Because breakfast club is always somebody's first interview. Yeah, always yeah. so that's what I want to I want to be and then they come mm. back I get to see your not mine though my first one was with Cece see you know what I'm saying hey. like, we here so yeah. and I have a lot of people like that though and they're like this is my very first interview so I'm like cool like and I feel like I'm bringing such a big contribution to people out here because how many people get this kind of platform yeah. if I drive into LA yeah. or Vegas or whatever and this, this is huge mm-hmm. you know it might not seem like it to some people but you know, people hear my music, but how often does somebody get to hear me just sit on the couch and bed? Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? And that's what people really want. We don't really, honestly, 
a lot of people that I love so much, I don't really listen to their music like that. I just like watching their interviews because mm. they're either super insightful, they've been through what I've been through, or it's like they're just like, oh, they're not the type of person I thought they were. Yeah. And then it kind of changes for me, especially with their music and whether or not I'm going to support them or not. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mm-hmm. dig that. Okay, third question. Mm-hmm. Um, dead or alive, if, if you could interview anybody in the world, uh-huh. who who is it? Uh, I got a few. Um, well, I mean, like, oh. you know, you're, one you're, yeah, big, that, that big, one big, just... Oh, oh, oh. Um, like, your, your life would just be fulfilled if you interviewed this person. Um, oh, that's a good question. Okay, it's going to sound funny, but honestly, Eminem. <laughs> because uh, anybody that knows me knows since uh, 1998, I've loved Eminem. Like, you can't hey, tell me dope. nothing wrong. <laughs> that's dope. To be completely honest with you, yeah, I, did, I had no idea that you were that much of an Eminem fan. Oh, I'm huge, huge fan. That's, uh, that's dope. And, you know, just like any fan, I'm real honest about my artist, too. They did had a couple of songs and one album. One album that was trash. Which one? Um, the, what is it called? It was after the Marshall Mathers LP. Uh, Marshall Mathers LP, and then it was Rehab or... Relapse? Relapse. Relapse. Yeah, that, I didn't like that album. Everybody says that, but <laughs> I actually like that album mm, a lot. Really? But... I think the reason why I like that album so much mm-hmm. is his wordplay and mm-hmm. his and his rhyming is just bizarre in that album. Yeah. So I like it for that, not necessarily yeah. for what he's saying, because some of the songs yeah. are fucking crazy. Right. So I'm just like, mm, I don't know. That wasn't my my huge thing. My favorite album is uh, the Slim Shady LP. So that's my favorite one. But yeah. <laughs> yeah man. So Eminem, if, <clears throat> if you ever get to this interview, please. Like I love like you you have no idea how excited I get when that, I talk about I, I could relate to that. Yeah. If, if we're talking like features, like somebody who mm-hmm. I would want to feature with or work with. Yeah. And you know, you say Eminem and it automatically just sounds completely out of reach. Yeah. But fuck that. If Logic could rap with Eminem, I yeah. could. If Joyner Hell Lucas yeah. can, I can. And you know what's crazy? I feel like Eminem's gonna stay being one of those artists where it's like he doesn't he's never gonna have like his own album again. He's just always gonna pop up on yeah. features. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's in he's rightfully in that part of yeah. his life where he can and, do it. And right now he's he's working with a lot of younger artists mm. because he's he's finding the the real artists out there. Yeah. You know, the logics, the Joyner Lucas, the people oh, okay. who are who are lyrically talented. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So who knows? Yeah, maybe, hopefully. Maybe we both get it. Look, if you get to call me, okay? Because I'm... <laughs> if, uh, Got but. you. <laughs> All right. No, I'm good. I'll hear what you But yeah, so that was my very first High Times with CC. <laughs> How you feeling? <laughs> I'm super high. She's high. First off, you are too because your eyes got bigger. Did they? <laughs> yes. But I'm always high. This is this is regular. I'm me. dead. <laughs> Anything else? You want to give some advice or anything to the people how to find you? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Tony Coda um, on all platforms, all music platforms other than SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to my YouTube. I got a lot of music videos out. I got more coming. I got two really big uh, videos coming out real soon. Um, Writer's Block just dropped yesterday. The video will be out within a week featuring yes. Infinite TGM out of Riverside. Um Instagram is at T-O-N-Y-C-O-T-A-A, Tony Coda. Period. Anybody that wants to work, 
real artists that are talented, that are out here grinding, that are making a, a name for themselves and branding themselves, dope artists, hit me up. Let's work. I'm trying to collaborate with everybody right hey, now. Hey, okay. So that all the links as well will be at the bottom. So we'll catch you guys next week, actually, on Open Book. Peace. Deuces.